Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sitting here at training camp, and we're looking out over the hallowed fields of St. Vincent College, okay? And so, of course, the locker room is at St. Vincent College, and we are here watching as the Steelers progress through training camp. And I'm, I'm sitting with the young Zach, and I'm sitting there going, how is it that Max just seems to time the start of this, like, just like you hit it on the fly? It's like you're in motion. You come down, sit down, and immediately the show starts. I'm sitting here having a conniption because I'm thinking, oh, where's Max? Come on. And then I go, no, no, he's going to be here. And sure enough, you turn the corner, like, with 15 seconds to go on the air. I mean, I think I think it's one of those things where when you have as much, you know, game 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 footage as you've watched right, before right. a game. Okay. And you're sitting there, you're like, man, I was like, this dude, you know, he didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. You know, he's probably, yep. you know, and Friday was a walkthrough. What's it going to be like on Sunday? But then when you go out on Sunday, you're just a gamer. It's just a gamer. So I'm, I'm just a gamer. You're just a gamer. Yes, just you gamer. are, young man. You know, I watch my <laughs> film. I prepare. I study. It might not show up in practice, <laughs> but when the, when, it, when the lights turn on, oh, I'm, ready, I'm a show pony. Well, let me ask you this. Did you ever have to have a clause in your contract that, like Kyler Murray to, you know, extra, you got to have extra uh, independent study. Listen, I would have gladly accepted that clause I for extra too. money too because I studied so much outside of the building. Yep. And I think that's what also was what was kind of, you know, a blessing, I will say, for, for my career was, you know, you could, uh, you could go ask Mac, Andy, and everybody – I would re- I would rent laptops from from the from the IT department and the video department with all the cutups the ones that they couldn't even get to me on VHS or DVD I would say just 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 give me a computer and just download everything to it There you go and I would take that I'd take a projector and we would go on Thursday nights I'd have the offensive line all of us together we would go to different places and we would watch all film together on a Thursday evening, and that would be about two, three hours. Right. And then I was watching my own cut-ups at the house. I mean, my wife was like, are you coming to bed? I said, ah, I got two more DVDs to watch. Yep, <laughs> yep. So I, would, I wish they would have said, you know what, Max, we'll give you an extra uh, 
$2 million to, to watch film. I would have been. I'd be all Absolutely. For it. Yeah. Absolutely. I would have been like Peyton Manning. I would have stole the Betamax machine and, <laughs> and put it in my basement. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because when I came in the league, of course, it was uh, the millimeter film. Oh, yeah. You had, you had the cans. Yeah, you know. And, and the, the film would get broken and then they'd have to stop and repair the film so you could watch it with scotch tape and everything else exactly hey but think about how easy it was to fix film back then oh <laughs> or try to make some sequences of film get lost yeah <laughs> gee like, all right happened? guys hold on hold on you gotta, gotta cut this, this one this one hey give me the scotch tape they won't know anything <laughs> <laughs> i remember you know the funny thing about sitting there as an offensive lineman in the in the positional meeting room you know, it's funny. I mean, because the guys are fun. We're, it's a tight-knit yeah. group, and there's a lot of belly laughs going on in there, you know, especially before the meeting starts and that. But there's also times during when you're watching the film. And I'll never forget we're playing the Houston Oilers, okay? Mike Stensrud was a big, about three, three and a quarter deep nose tackle, which is pretty big for a guy back then. He came around on a, on a stunt twist. And as I'm passing off this guy, he hits me right between the eyes. He was 6'5", you know, 325. Yeah. Hits me right between the eyes. And it was a comedy of watching myself run backwards. <laughs> he hit me so hard. <laughs> I, I kid you not. We, Raleigh Dodge, my line coach, stopped, re-ran the film several times. and goes, Craig, I didn't know you could run backwards that fast. <laughs> Because I was literally in a backwards sprint with the 325-pound Stensrud driving me backwards. We blew by Bradshaw so fast, he had to turn around and run back towards the line of scrimmage to get to try to chase after Terry. Because <laughs> we went by him, boom. I mean, Stensrud didn't even know he went by Terry. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and hey, like you said, sometimes, sometimes it happens like it that. It does right? happen. It does happen. It happens at training camp. You know, and I think that's the funny thing is, is that we replay these these comedies in our in our head. You know, at the time, obviously they're not they're terrors, but right, it's right. comedies now. I, you know, I, I remember one time, it was uh, it was probably, it was probably my second year, and and I remember Clark Hagens. Right, right. So Clark had good dude. I mean, nonstop motor. Yes, I love Clark. I just talked to Clark uh, probably about two days ago. Oh, great. If you when next time you talk to him, please tell him I say hi. I definitely will. Good dude. And I just remember there was one play. Clark, you know, Clark just he randomly gets amped up, right? You never oh, yeah. know when Clark is going to decide. The spirit will move him. Yes. Or or if he heard something in the locker room cuz you know, like their locker room cuz you know, we had we have five different locker rooms up here at St. Vincent's where they paired guys up. Right. So he was in I want to say I want to say he was in locker room 4. It was like one, two, yeah. It was either three or four in the back left corner. I can't remember how it was. Um, and they would always just play crazy. You know, they play crazy music. It's it's metal. It's rap. It's, I mean, just everything, just wild and crazy. Rage Against the Machine, everything. So I don't know what he heard in the locker room before he came out. <laughs> <laughs> but we get out there for a drill, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go through the paces, you know. This is my, and, and I'm competing for the right tackle job at this point. And, man, I set out. My hands went here. And uh, Clark it, was like a ghost. Oh, he ghosted you on that, and huh? And he was behind me. My hand – I mean, I set. I was like, man, I set. Yep. Went, throw the hands to show out, and there was nobody there to hit. 
and he was behind me. Isn't that a bad moment? And and I mean, uh, no, no. Go back to the, you in that moment oh. when you look at the dude. Because I had a similar experience with Randy yeah. White. You get yeah. your hands trapped. You know. Yeah. And you, you you you. I tried to figure what. Where did he go? What happened? It, it, it was it was one. It was it was shock, astonishment, curiosity, and. <laughs> Pistivity. <laughs> okay, we got a new word. We got a yes. new word. Pistivity. I was like, no way this happened. How did this happen? Wow, this happened. It's almost like you're going through the cycle of like everything in life. Uh, but I just remember going into film with Russ that day, and I just I know it. I'm sitting there. It's my coming. Head, my head is hanging down. Yep. I'm trying to. I'm trying to shrink myself. Yep. Which obviously is a very, very, very tough task. It never happens. Uh, <laughs> and Russ just goes, Houdini. 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 Is that what you're doing? You're going to Vegas after this, Max? <laughs> you're, you're an illusionist? Are you going to block the guy? Don't don't look like you're going to block him. Actually block him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the sarcasm of the offensive line coaches like oh. Raleigh Dodge. Yeah. Gee, Craig, I didn't know you could run backwards that fast. No. People sit there and go, oh, he, was like, he wasn't laughing. <laughs> and it wasn't funny. There was nothing funny about it. You know, when I look back at it and just us roaring by Terry Bradshaw on this stunt. And him, I mean, Stensford so intent on destroying me, he didn't even see Bradshaw. Now, yeah. it's like I tell people, yeah, those stories are funny. They're funny 20 years down the road. They're not funny then. Hey. They're, they're, they're funny because we had a career after that. <laughs> yes. Good point by you. Good yes. point. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been funny if that was the end of your career. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, indeed. You know, that's the thing about it, though. You know what I mean? The film review is so very important, you know? Uh, yeah. Both for you and I as players and also in the broadcasting. You know what I mean? It's the ability to be able to watch and see, and especially up here at training camp, you know, being able to watch guys day by day by day because you really get a feeling of whose trajectory is upward, who's kind of plateauing, who's on a little bit of a downward, uh, you know, trajectory. You can start to really get a look at these and mentally make notes and see the growth of a young player. You see sometimes, you know, the decline of older players. You yeah. Know? I, mean, I mean, it does happen. Yeah, stock up, stock down, right? Right. That's <laughs> that's very true. I mean, you <laughs> know, it, it happened to us. It, ha it You know, and it will happen to – all these guys up here at some point in time, you know. But if there's – let me ask you this. If there's one player that you are anticipating seeing at some point here, who would it be? Whether they're, they're you know, sitting out right now like a Deontay or whether they're out on the field now. Is there anybody that you're kind of trying to really get a grip on? Uh, one of the guys that, I, you know, he, he, he flashed for me yesterday. And I want to see if – the consistency, because I didn't know who he was, but it's uh, running back Jalen Warren, number thirty. Okay, yeah. Listen, he 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 caught my attention in backs on backers yesterday. I remember, I remember you pointed him out. And then when I went back and watched film, he also showed up big in film a couple of times in the team periods, and so I just want I want I want to continue to watch and track that young man. He's one that caught my Demarvin Leal. Surprisingly, I went back and watched tape, and I, I saw him. Do a couple of good things yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He 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 he's 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 got a little wiggle in his jiggle. And there's some jiggle. Okay, yeah. let's let's just put it out there. The man's yeah. got some ham hocks. You know, he's easily a two axe handle. Yeah, but he's but he's also 
He's a lot taller than I thought mm-hmm. when I got on the field and yeah. actually ID'd him. And, but he is not as big as what you think for a nose tackle. He's a lot leaner than that. He well, he's a he's a big dude, like a Wormley type, right? But not not as tall as Wormley. Wormley's is is very tall right. for a D lineman. But he surprised me. He has pass rush moves. He knows how to hit the shoulders. Which when we say that, that means put guys on edge. Yes, you know. So he, he knows guy. how to hit shoulders, and he knows how to hit shoulder to shoulder when he's when he's making a pass rush move, which I really liked. And I think that that added flexibility. Now that means he can stay on the field when there's 11 personnel. Yes. Meaning three wide receivers and one running back. And he can be in there in base downs too. So he can play your nose all the way to your three across. So he can play any interior position, which now makes him a three-down lineman. Well, when you get a load of those hammocks, you know this dude is powerful in his lower body. Yeah. You know, this is not going to be a guy that you're going to blow out easily. You know I mean, it's going to be a fist fight all the way if you try to tangle with yeah. him. And he can Houdini you. Yes. He he has enough wiggle to Houdini you. So I think with the, I think so I think Demarvin Leal, especially paired with when Tyson actually you know comes back, no yep. rush for him. We already know his resume. Yes, but I would I would love that rotation. And when I'm thinking about the, and then you still got Montrevious. Absolutely. Let me throw my name out there. Okay. I want to see Larry Ogunjobi. And okay. I say this. We've watched him over the last couple of years. You know he's a proven performer. Yeah, we, we know what he's done yes. uh, to us. Yes. What can he do with us? Yes. <laughs> That's the better question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was watching him, and no no lesser, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I watching him, just watching him do his pass rushing stuff. Yeah. The dude is very heavy-handed. I mean, you know, you know how guys have that heavy-handed thump? I mean, yeah. it's like you can hear that thump. You can almost feel it in your bones watching. Yeah. You know, and he's one of those guys like that. Jumper cables. Yes. To, like to you had. You had those jumper yeah. cables, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he was, he's, he, I look at him and I'm like, oh, man, I want to see what this guy can do. Because, we, again, we have seen him have success against us in the past. Yeah. So now, what, as you put it, what can he do for us, with us? Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of, you know, when you're looking at it, I think you have to say, Okay, we know what he can do. When is he going to just give us a glimpse of it? Because that's because yeah. that's all you need. Because think about this: we've ar- we've already reviewed him as an opponent. The scouts have watched him yes. to actually offer him a contract, yep. right? And took coax him to come over to West West. Yeah, the tune of eight mil. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. a cheap price, right? So it's now where does it fit into this scheme? How soon before he picks this up to where now he can feel comfortable enough to showcase? Flashes, because we don't need the whole thing, right? He has a resume. He's got but a resume. I need to see it itself. pop on film. I want to see the fans react to it. And then we're saying, oh, okay, now we start making our little Polly Pocket Diary uh, depth charts. <laughs> <laughs> don't act like you didn't see a Polly Pocket notebook. And like, yeah. like, it, it is a good notebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's just crazy. You know. With all this film study, you know, the the thing yeah. about it is is at this point in time, because we never had snacks around. Do you have snacks up there in the room? I, I, I have procured snacks for my room. Have you? Okay. Okay, that's important. But even in the film rooms, the position rooms, because I know that there is back on the south side. But, oh, you know, oh there, there's plenty up in their rooms. I haven't been in their rooms. But I know I know that there are snacks. But I mean, when they their position meeting room, oh, do you yeah, think? Because no, no, no. you you know you most recently played here. 
Yes. Okay. And I had snacks in the And room. I was back in the dark ages. All right. I'm, so we it, had no snack relations I, in our room. Middle ages. I'm talking about middle ages. I don't yeah. give you the dark ages. Okay, well, middle, that's ages. Pretty, middle ages is pretty glorious. Dark ages, there was plagues and stuff. You, yeah, okay. You, so, you, you, well, let's put it this way. That was back when the orcs and elves were still battling for Middle Earth. That that okay? is true. Forges yeah. were were were, uh, were were abound underground. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this thing. I don't want to say you're old, Craig, but yeah, uh, you're old. <laughs> you're oldish. <laughs> Ish. Ish makes it not as bad. Ish. Ish, ish takes the edge off yeah, of, it of does. old. It also makes it not as hard and fast, right? You know? It's not a hard and fast. You're too old. It's like, hey, it's you need to be here at 730. He's like, ah, I'll be there around 730-ish. You know, it, it just it gives you a range. It does. It, it does. It takes it takes the edge off of any, yeah. any hard shots. Yes, absolutely. But but to, to answer your question, yes, yes there were there, 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 there snacks. Gotta be. There are snacks. Um you know, it's funny. There's a lot of trail mix, a lot of trail mix, a lot of nuts. Oh um, yeah, well that's good stuff. That's good stuff because it's good. Because I went oatmeal this morning. Yeah. Okay. There yeah, we I go. Had, I got my oatmeal. And I got my. I, I hope my wife's listening so that you know I get like, exactly. You get brownie points. points. Yeah, brownie right. points. But I, I got the oatmeal. Then I got some uh, uh, pumpkin seeds in there. Got oh. some walnuts. You know. Oh, very. I mean, very. yeah. I thought that was pretty. Oh, and some craisins. You okay. know those, yeah, a little crazes, yeah. Yeah. So you're getting some good fiber there. I thought, yeah, I, some you know, fat, some 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 good fats. Yeah, right? I mean, those of us of advanced age should probably do more to take care of yourself rather than exactly. chicken wings. Yeah, you know, fi- fi- fiber, fiber is the fiber. key. Fiber is the key. Get get everything, get everything continually moving, right? <laughs> we don't we don't need we don't we don't need a log jam. We don't need a log jam. <laughs> Just, just make sure it's flow. The river's flowing. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's what fiber's for. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> I flustered him. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going. There. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you started seeing the picture. You're like, Mm-mm, I know how this ends. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> I know. The bathroom's behind us. It's okay. I know. I know how We're this, in the grandstands. I know how this one ends. We're not going 20 paces. There. 20 paces. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, my God. That kill me. Get it together. Get, get it together. Okay. Get it together. Let's move on, on because the Wizard of Boz got a new deal. Yes, he did. <laughs> Chris Boswell, 17 of 17 to start his career, consistent, <laughs> only to Justin Tucker. And, uh, <laughs> no, I can't, I can't. It's like in my head. I can't get out. Now, mind you, for everybody, Craig is just pointing off to where the where, where a our place actual, on the field. A place on the field. Um, where things but happen. It looks like field two, maybe field three. Uh, there is a porta potty over there, so I don't know if he's pointing at that. Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving right along, we got the Wizard of Boz got a new got a new deal. Boz signed for a total of twenty million, twelve and a half mil guaranteed. Same contract as the Ravens gave to Justin Tucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but well deserved by Boz, right? I mean, you know, you think Zach, about- start showing some professionalism. Quit laughing around here. <laughs> I'm laughing with you. <laughs> We got, we we have Craig laughing, we got Zach we have laughing, Ninja laughing, our, our Ninja. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> now, and now we need to go to break because Lam Martina can't stand us sitting here laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
You added no value to the last Take three minutes. Take us to break, Max. Whichever. All right, you're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks and the Ninjas, and we will be back right after this. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation. Beloved Black and Gold. SNR. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas right here at Chuck Knoll Field because we are uh, officially sitting up here in the grandstands. And Of course, this is something that didn't exist when I was a player here. Well, and it didn't exist for a majority of my career as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. happened personally. It came in, I want to say, the last two years yep. I was here. We actually added grandstands, but yeah, for the first seven years, no, there was just this was just grass. It was just the, the grassy knoll. Well, somebody that <laughs> somebody that knows a lot about good grass, and I'm talking about the kind of turf stuff, okay? Yeah, would be the great Jerry Dulac, who, of course, is part of Game Day Broadcasting and, and writer for the Post Gazette, extraordinaire, great friend of the show, and a brother. You know, we're, we're so happy to be back here, Jerry. How about you? What say you, my friend, about well, the fact that training camp is here again? Well, well, first of all, it's nice to share a hotel with you. <laughs> yeah. There <laughs> yes. we go. Uh, you know, and see how you've lived for the la- la- last couple of years. But I, 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 I digress because I've done it myself. Well, Spring um, Hill Suites is a beautiful place yeah. to go. And it's so convenient. It's right across it's the highway. Isn't it? It's and not the yeah. dorms, baby. And, yeah, to use a golf hey, analogy, hey, it's hey. a three wood away from training camp. Hey, 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 hey. Y- y'all just stop it with all of your tempered excitement. <laughs> About have, having beds that aren't twin size and plastic. Okay. <laughs> you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't live in the dorms in college. I'm not about to do it as an adult. There you okay. go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I did live on them as, 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 a, as a young pup, and then now I'm back there as an adult. So it's all Well, good. you know, Wolf, being back at uh, St. Vincent College, you know, it was so uh, antiseptic the last two years at, at Heinz Field yeah. training camp. It, you know, lacked energy, um, excitement. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, buzz. Um, and just being up here uh, around the people at campus, uh, the fans, being able to do the shows at night again at, at Sharky's and Dino's and seeing the people. And it, it's just the whole environment, uh, 20 times better than just having it at home and the constraints that they're under because of COVID. You know, I think you really nailed it there. You talk about the intensity factor, the juice that you got, uh, you know, being able to watch it here versus the rather antiseptic as you use the term uh, of Heinz Field now Acrisure Stadium, which I'm still hugging up on three rivers. So <laughs> what's the point, you know? But, yeah, I mean, I think the, the energy and overall the backdrop, I mean, at, at Heinz Field you could never say bucolic. I mean, there's nothing bucolic about that. Right. But there is here. Yeah, there's no question about it, Wolf. And uh, like I said, it's just being able to – roam the sidelines, run into different people. You know, the other day Sean Sweezum was here, saw Mike Logan yesterday and some other older guys. And, and you know, whatever the case may be, and you don't get that at Heinz Field because right. we weren't allowed on the field. Um, and, again, it was because of the COVID restrictions. 
Um, and, yeah, it gets a little more hectic up here, a lot more walking. That's, that's certainly the case. But that's fine, too. Uh, that's fine, too. I mean, well, you're, you I had walk to take a the cab. golf course, don't you? I had to take a cab from the media center up here to this <laughs> broadcast location. I'll tell you that. Uber wasn't available here on, on campus. <laughs> Jerry, uh, when, when you just look at just kind of your perspective so far through camp, right, we've gotten through acclimation. We just had our first full pad at practice yesterday. I mean, what are just some of your observations so far as far as no, – don't get that right now. Uh, That's an, it's an important one, too. Oh, oh, don't oh, say who it is. I won't. I <laughs> won't. I won't. Um, okay. So, yeah, Jerry's going to step off air. No. Fred, <laughs> you know what? He's going to yeah, have to kill us keep, now. Yeah, now he is. Now, now uh, he I'm going to send a text back and say, sorry, I can't talk right now. Okay, there we go. But uh, but just kind of your observations so far. I mean, has there been anyone that has has stuck out to you – um, offensively and defensively, that you're like, okay, th- th- this person's either who I thought they were or this person surprised me. Well, let me say this. I always look at camp in the preseason, and I break it down into four different stages. There's four different levels, and that's the excitement one that comes with the re- day they report. Training camp is here. The guys are back together. We're going to see them out on the field. This is the first step toward the season. Uh, level two is – okay, we've had enough of them in shorts, now they're putting the pads on. Now that's another level of excitement. That's when the real work starts. Then you jump to level three, that's like, okay, after a couple days of that, let's play a preseason game and see who can do what in a game. And then after about one preseason game and maybe half of a second (laughs) preseason game, you're like, I've had enough of this, let's move on to the real thing. That's level four, that's the regular season. So that's kind of the way I look uh, at, at, uh, at training camp. To your second point, I don't think there's any question George Pickens has stood out uh, offensively. Um, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, he's, he's uh, you know, um, higher than anybody else. I'm trying to think anybody defensively that has stood out. I've tried to keep my eyes. And, again, it, until they put the pads on, you know, I want to see what happens at guard. I know you guys studied that better, uh, you know, more acutely than I do. But, uh, you know, whether it's going to be Kendrick Green or whether it's going to be Kevin Dotson, two basically different types of guards. Uh, Defensively, uh, what I want to see, and I didn't like what I saw yesterday, I want to see a little bit. I want to see Devin Bush's intensity. Um, I do want to keep my eye on Isaiah Loudermilk because this is a guy they really like a great deal. Mm. And I want to see what uh, DeMarvin Leal has. I mean, there was a mixed bag on this guy only because they didn't know where he fit in the NFL, but, but he's, a, he's a highly skilled guy, and, uh, you know, so I'm curious to see how he fits uh, into this defense. So that's what I want to see defensively but offensively to watch George Pickens is, I mean, this guy, if he's not a big play guy during the season, then I think we're all fooled. Uh, this guy has incredible ability. You know, Jerry, one of the guys, and I was just talking about this with Max, that defensively speaking that we haven't seen yet that I'm really anxious to see is Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah. Because right. I really think – well, first of all, when you, you pay a guy eight mil like that, that well, what do you year. always say? It's right. it's not to sit, uh, lead the band at halftime. To quote right? Tom Donahoe. That's there you exactly go. right. And you know that this guy, because we've watched him in years past, as Max said, we've seen what he does against us. Now can we see what he can do for us and with us? You know, and that's something I'm very interested in because – I watch this guy and just doing some of the drills and that, and, and the guy's, the guy is something. I mean, you, you can tell there's power there, there's strength. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been told he's a very heavy-handed dude that he really puts a pop on you when he 
plays his technique. And I and I'm like, this is going to be interesting to see what he can do and shore up the what we've lost with Stefan Tuitt yeah, retiring. I, I agree, Wolf, and Miles Jack among newcomers Ooh. is another one. We saw the best, best pop of back on backers Ooh. yesterday on, from him on Derek Watt. But uh, but with Larry Ogunjobi, look, you're not going to replace Stefan Tuitt when Stefan Tuitt is healthy and on that football field. Uh, so, you know, they have to move on. But I think picking up Larry Ogunjobi, again, when you pay a guy one-year one year deal, $8 million, that may, you know, the guy obviously has some cachet. I talked to our friend Butch Hobson in Cincinnati after they brought in Ogunjobi, and he said he was their best in, when healthy, he was their best interior pass rusher since Geno Atkins. So, yep. um, you know, the guy, uh, the guy's a qual- I think he had seven sacks last year. Mm-hmm. He's a quality guy. I thought it was a big move on their part to improve that depth. To, you know, Carl Dunbar likes to use that rotation. And the only problem I have with that with that system is it's fine if you want to rotate. If you've got six guys, you can rotate without much drop-off. The problem was in the past they would rotate and there was a big drop-off. Now with Ogunjobi, maybe the development of Milk. I think uh, Chris Wormley has been very solid. We'll see what DeMarvin Leal brings and, of course, Montrevis Adams. I think you have a better rotation system now in place. No, I, I absolutely, and I think I think, and, and it's also about how do you want to deploy those guys. I think that's the other thing because you know, gone are the days where you can line up in three-four base defense and just go. I mean, teams are more in eleven, and they're trying to <clears throat> they're trying to get more four-man lines. So, right, what what's the position flexibility of these guys? Right, uh, is he just a nose or is he a nose three? You know, is he just a four technique or can he play five? You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to be answered. But, um, you know, when, when we're looking at how the practices are set up, because obviously it, it has changed a lot right. over the last couple of years as far as the player attention. I mean, when you look at do you do you feel like when you look at practice, okay, this was, this was enough for the day? Um, because I, I, I'm kind of mixed on it. You know, I, I haven't been <laughs> because to you, my you first training I, I, yeah. I could just guess, because I'm sure Wolf's the same way and from your era, you're looking at this going, that can't possibly enough. If, am I right or am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, right. no, right. And it's, it's it's completely changed, and I got that sense even yesterday watching the back on backers drill. It was it was just so, for the most part, mundane. It lacked the the energy that we're used to. It was almost like they told them, and I don't think they did. Okay, try to run around guys and get to the quarterback. Let's yeah. have little contact. I so. I, I know what you're saying. You know, they have uh, – I think they have the – what is it, the 120-minute rule now. Yeah. Uh, you can only spend so much time uh, in, in uh, you know, 120 minutes for practice a day. Um, you know, the other – the first first day on the field, they cut it short by 45 minutes um, because they spent enough time in a walkthrough in the morning. So, I know that was early on. But, yeah, I, I, I – you know, obviously all the attempts – uh, by the league that lean toward player safety includes backing off practices, and yeah, it's certainly not what it like, not what it used to be. N- not to mention the fact that they're limited to an eleven-hour workday. Right? Are right. you kidding me? Right. I remember coming out <laughs> out of the Bonaventure meeting rooms, you know, back in the day, and it's like ten thirty, ten forty-five. You got fifteen minutes until bed check. You can't even get to Wendy's to get a burger <laughs> and back, you know, without yeah. a chance of being late. You know, it, it, we didn't have no snack orations like these guys got. These guys got it's like um, you know what I'm curious to see banquet fellas, over and, there. And I'm curious that uh, your your uh, feelings on it, your thoughts on it. Uh, let's face it, the the biggest weakness last year was the run defense. Uh, you Absolutely. know, there's no surprise. Worst in the league, and so you look at the way they're construct, the way they play. 
uh, you know, so much time in sub-package football, very less time in their base package. So when they play 34, they play more two-gap, which is basically, you know, that's, let's face it, designed better to stop the run. But because of opposing personnel, they have to go sub, and that's where they get gouged ag- against the run. And I don't know, and you put, you know, you got two edge rushers who, let's face it, they're playing up the field, and that's, that's T.J. Watt's forte. So to me, how do you change that? How do you make, how do you get better against the run? I know it's simple to say, you know, you have better, you know, gap fits and everybody's doing their, uh, taking care of their responsibilities, but <laughs> we didn't see that happen a whole lot last year. So no. what's the answer? Well, let me just put you with what Mike Tomlin said yesterday during the uh, backs on backers. I had the quote written down here somewhere, but he said, hey, young guys, let's defeat the block and get off right, the blocks. Remember last year when he talked on that Tuesday, he said, the, the plain fact of the matter is we're not winning enough of our battles up front. We're not getting off blocks. And that's true. I mean, after the uh, 153-yard debacle with Delvin Cook in the first half. I mean, you know that's exactly what was going on. Guys on the front end were not enough guys were not winning their one-on-ones or or maintaining status quo on a on a double team what have you. There was just too many guys that were vacating their areas that, you know, you, you just can't, you know, and you got to start to win. It's like Chuck Knoll used to say back in the day. Guy comes up to to, to Coach Noy says, he's holding me. And then Chuck says, well, don't let him hold don't you. Don't let him hold yeah. you. <laughs> you know, didn't exactly state how, but, you know, <laughs> there are ways that you can, you can urge and convince a guy not to hold you. You know, I could tell you a story about my brother Ronnie that, <laughs> you know. But the, the fact of the matter is you've got to win these, and that's why I think Mike Tomlin is now going to put an emphasis, much like he did in tackling a few years ago. Remember when all of a yeah, sudden sure. we're standing there and all of a sudden guys are thumping each other and going, uh, is this supposed to be like this? <laughs> Guys seem to be getting tackled here. You know, and Mike had not told anybody what he was going to do. But we might see a little more return, too, and Max and I have talked about it. Oklahoma is not legal, okay? But 9 on 7, there are, those are like many Oklahomas going right, on there. Right, and right. I think there's going to be a greater emphasis there, I would think. Well, there's that emphasis and then also – you know, <clears throat> one of the other issues when you're talking about run defense is that su- support tackling. That means that, that secondary yeah. tackling. You know, and I haven't seen that emphasis yet. So it's going to be interesting to see if they get into stalk blocking drills, you know, which is something that, you know, a couple of guys have brought up, you know, on the sidelines. I think they did some the, yesterday. They I, well, actually did some of the, you know, the defensive backs and wide receivers, you know, a little stalk blocking. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think continuing to do that is going to really help. Because you think about this, we're also a you know a blitzing team, yeah, right. The three four no defense at its core with Dick LeBeau is fire zone, so there is a lot of secondary support, safety tackling. I mean, that's what Terrell Edmonds is, is, is you know supposed to be his forte. And I think right. why they brought him back was because they know that this guy is is, is a tackler. Um, so I, I would love to see that because I think that also breeds. And give his confidence to those defensive linemen and the linebackers as well. Um, but you know, as as they're walking out here to uh, to walk through, it just it made me think of you know, I'm glad that we're not in this type of look for for practice now. I'm glad that pads are now oh, yeah. instituted. Oh yeah, yes, yes, because sure. I think there, there's a different level of urgency. No question about that it. comes with it, and I think. Leading up to Friday, to Friday Night Lights, I think we'll have a better understanding four days of this before you really go kind of put on a little preview, a little exhibition 
for the fans to get a, to get them juiced up because yesterday was okay, but I think as guys get adjusted to that, you know, you start start to get the callousing, so to speak, the right. the, the shoulder rash from the mm-hmm. shoulder pads. <laughs> Gets you, gets you a little ornery, gets you a little feisty. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. But, you know, Jerry, today going into this, what's what's one of – you know, we've talked about a lot of things, but just what's one of the things that, that you know, from your, from your years of experience of watching this, what usually do you think <clears throat> kicks up after, after having a day of film from having pads on and what you're expecting – today from the emphasis i would actually uh, i think as the week goes on uh and based on what i saw yesterday i would actually think the hitting will increase a little bit uh maybe if not today tomorrow friday for a short time uh then of course they'll have the weekend uh, you know saturday will be light sunday they'll be off and then they'll get ready to play the following week so i actually would expect to see uh, uh, some of the hitting actually increased, or some of the drills increased, because I was it was just lighter yesterday than than I thought. I was a little surprised in that regard. But I get it. It's the first day. You don't want to kill them the first day. You want to kind of gradually build up to it for all the reasons you said. Um, and um, so, I'm, but you know, there's there's just a lot of things with this team. Uh, I think they're better than people think, but I still think there's some major questions up front, both offensively and defensively, that need to be you know, hopefully rectified for, for their sake if they want to, you know, win nine, ten games, be in the postseason again. Jerry, I've got to ask you before uh, we, we finish out this segment, and by the way, again, thank you for stopping in. Oh, with Max, well, and it's know, always a pleasure. Anytime I could be with you guys. The cool breeze is right here at St. Vincent College, but i got to get your opinion on the quarterback derby. What's going on there in your opinion? You may opine as you like. Yeah, I don't think there's any question we've seen from the opening day of uh, OTAs that uh, Mitch Trubisky has taken every snap with the first team. So I I don't even think that is up for debate. Um, You know, we saw them give Kenny Pickett some time yesterday with the the second team. Uh, Kenny Pickett has struggled. So it's not like he was, uh, you know, moved up to the second team and Mason Rudolph was demoted. I mean, that's foolish. They're just giving guys different shots. And I think it's only fair to give Kenny Pickett a shot with second teamers as opposed to the third and fourth teamers he was working with. Um, what I want to see as they get near the season is you don't draft number one quarterbacks to have them be a number three game day scratch. Um, and so uh, I will be shocked if Kenny Pickett isn't in uniform on Sunday as the second quarterback. Um, if that is the case, now what do you do with Mason Rudolph? You're not going to take a five-year veteran and have him be a number three game day scratch. So... Um, I, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. And if that's the case, then do they see enough from Chris Oladokun to think, okay, if he's our emergency third guy, all right. I don't know. That's two rookies out of three quarterbacks and a newcomer. I don't know that they want to go there because they've always put such stock in having two red NFL-ready quarterbacks on their roster. But I'm just curious to see how it plays out because I don't see them not having Kenny Pickett on the field, uh, on the sideline to learn – and develop even just by watching. And, you know, the thing about it is I think Mason Rudolph is having a great yes, camp. Is. Yes, Just a is. great camp. But you can also see what they want to do with these quarterbacks. You know, I see, what they're, I see what they're doing. Out, I'm just – yes, and yes. And I, I, I got to tell you, I, I still think Mason has been leading the way. But, you know, the fact of the matter is I – when you got Trubisky taking all those first-team reps, you know, you see – Every they're, one they're, of them. They're, 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 
they're identifying who they want uh, no, to, to no get question the, about know, it. And I don't, start, and I don't so. see that changing because they have to get him comfortable too and get him ready because he's new. That's I'm just going to keep saying we'll see. You know, yeah. it's one of those things you just you never know. TBD. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to be determined. Oh, actually, actually, I'm sorry. It is determined to be announced. Okay. There we go. There we go. TBA. <laughs> TBA. I'm changing it. All right. I'm changing it. <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for All stopping. Right, we Always greatly appreciate you. you. And uh, we will be back with more after this in the locker room right here at St. Vincent College. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. So I'm on the sidelines yesterday watching practice, right? And who do I see but the Wizard of Boz? He was lounging about in a golf cart, you know, as the men are out there running around and blasting each other. He was even cooler. He was in a Toro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the Toro thing. Yeah. Doing work. It was 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 cool. It was amazing. And, and and so he, you know, I I says to him, I says, boss, I says, you know, it must be nice. He's sitting here, and you know, we started getting that kicker thing, and you know, everyone wants to be him until they got to be him. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. And that's true because I would I would just pass out before a game winning <laughs> kick. I I think you know I just roll over. <laughs> yeah. That who who wants that pressure in your life, huh? Well, and, and I mean, and, and Boz, I think that's kind of indicative of what you kind of have to be today's kicker, right? cool under pressure yes you got you you have to have ice water in your veins oh yeah and, and boz just exhibits cool when you see him you don't get a sense of uh you know you're not you're not you're not like nervous energy right like he's a very calming factor on the sidelines and i think that's something that's also indicative of a great kicker is that he makes you feel calm yes. when you're around him yes you feel relaxed that's a good point yeah it, it's the i got it type of mentality that you you hope is displayed and I think he's done a great job of that and you know and he does he deserve that contract absolutely you think about the games that he's had to win for us yes especially when yet last year you know there were bleak moments in the game (laughs) and bleakness I tell you yes bleakness bleak 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 Which also was substitute for the bleep bleep bleeps that were going okay yeah (laughs) right 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 but but, you know, but to, for him to go out there and just be automatic, just be the guy, that you, you know, old dependable, right, old reliable. And and for him to get this contract just kind of shows that. And like you said, in a division where you have a Justin Tucker who, you know, is just dominating the headlines when it comes to specialists and talking about kickers and everything else and all the things that he's accomplished. And then Chris Boswell just silently chopping wood right behind him. Exactly. Just, just doing his job. Nothing to see here. Yeah, no, no, no. Keep looking at Baltimore. Don't worry. I'm just going to stack these points. I'm going to stack these, you know, string these uh, consistent kicks in there, and then we now see that in and what 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 manifested in the contract. And I think that that's just a great testament that you don't have to think about that part of the game, right? We always talk about three phases, but really, when you're talking about the three phases, you're talking about the kicker and the punter. Right. It's not. It's not about the L five. And so the fact that we have that short up. I did play L three though. You did? Yes, I was actually L three in my rookie year. Yeah, I team. was look team. Does that count? <laughs> Does that count as a rookie? I was. I was sure. On, I was on all. I was on all special teams. Uh, yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Just because there weren't enough bodies. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> but yeah, the fact that we get to focus on the other two phases, that you can kind of put that to the side, is a great relief because a lot of teams don't have that. 
No. A lot of teams are always looking for guys. Heck, they're cutting guys midseason and trying guys out. Yes. We haven't had to do that. And we've been blessed throughout the years. You know, when you think of Chris Boswell, when you think of Sean Sweesham, Jeff Reed, right? And we've had all of these guys who have been who have been really great and consistent. That's been a bonus and a luxury for the Steelers. No question about it. That's why I think it's so important that, you know, you got Boz and, and he's, he's uh, you know, all signed up here. He's – got to be relaxed and everything because he's know he's got the money in the bank so to speak this is a guy that you know he kicked 11 of 13 in the final two minutes of regulation games or overtime 11 of 13 that's as you said earlier that's ice water in the veins he was eight of nine on his field goal attempts of 50 yards or more last year and and that the 50 yards or more has become the new 40 yarder 40 yarders got to be automatic yes. Chip shot. yeah you would think but I mean to be eight of nine in what, for normal kickers, is that's 40-yard range. He's over 50, and he's 8 of 9, including a, a, an all-time record of 56 at Heinz Field. Well, Acrisure yeah. Stadium. Yeah, well, all he's saying is just get across the 50, fellas. Yeah. G- give me a shot. Put me in the game, coach. Like, that that's the mentality that he's giving, and, and well-deserved. I think that's why you see the contract that he did, because he knows we get across the 50. Okay, now now we're get, now we're getting in point-gathering phase. Yes. Right? We're, points are going to ding on the on the scoreboard and that's what you want to see and I think that that's not but that should put the offense at ease I don't have to score a touchdown every time because we can't trust our kicker no I need to get us just in range I don't even have to be in the in the red zone but get us on the opponent side of the field give us a little something and you know what we're going to be fine because we have we have a great person an accurate person who can give us points and make our our, our struggle or our strain worth the trip. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, look look at this guy. He's twice, he's kicked three field goals in the fourth quarter in two different games. Yeah. I mean, that's that's money. You know, I mean, the fact that this guy started off his career coming and banging through 17 in a row, then then the, the aberration, was that 2017 or 2018? He had yeah. that year where – a little bit of a lull. Yeah, where and outside of that year, he is. You take away that one year, he's ninety one point one, a ninety one. Yeah, ninety one point one. I start quoting percentages. And I flunked math twice. Hey, hey listen, but thing. you look intelligent though. <laughs> There's a, it, that, and when you get it down to the tenth of a percent, is is excellent. No, okay, please, I'm 91.1%. trying. Ninety one point one. Think about that. Yes, that that that's. I mean, heck, I, I you struggle for that just in just in uh, just in pop quizzes, right? Oh man, I couldn't even do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I used to high do. five on C's. Yeah, so where he's at in his career um, is just automatic. I mean, dare I say it, automatic. Yes, he's an automatic. He's a known commodity. He's a guarantee that. But the biggest thing is to make him feasible in the in this team as far as gathering points is you got to get across the fifty. Yeah. So it really comes back to the offense again. Can you put him in a position to where he could be an asset and not just, you know, a shiny hood ornament um, for a lot of things? Like, oh, we see him coming. We see him coming. <laughs> but it's like, ah, oh, they turned down the other street. But think about this, block. though. Yeah, at least he's not like uh, Sean Sweezum, the hockey goon. Remember? Yeah. You know, he was a, he was a goon in hockey growing up in Canada. Yeah. Uh, oh, Canada. Right? He's yeah. up there. He's playing hockey. And, and then he ends up being a kicker. And he goes out in the Hall of Fame game the year Jerome Bettis goes in the Hall of Fame, and he tries to make a tackle on the opening kickoff. Dummy. Now, and I know that the field was bad, right? The field but was horrible. Oh, gone. I mean, 
at least it, I think Boz has got better sense than to do some of that stuff. Well, yeah, Boz our man Sean, you, you just can't be a goon there. You, yeah. you got to think Swizzy. of yeah. Swizzy. Yeah, what are you I doing? Mean, Swiz- but but that's the, that, but that, that's the thing about Swizzy, right? I mean, Swizzy is is one of those guys that you appreciate the content. Heck, remember remember Jeff Reed? Yes. <laughs> we had that whole. I can't remember who we were playing. He goes out of the kick and he, and. Everybody gets blown by, and he's the last line of defense, and he goes to try to cut the guy, and he comes up his helmet sideways, <laughs> and he's complaining, why didn't anybody else hit it? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we're finding balance, right? Right, you're finding balance. <laughs> you had one who was a, who was a willing and, a, and wanted to be an active participant in, in everything that he did. You had another one that was a reluctant hero, and then you got one that's like, no, I'm just gonna put it out the back. I'm just gonna kick it out the back of the end zone. I don't even. I don't even have to think about this. You know, don't put me in a bad situation. I'm just. I'm just gonna make sure we eliminate that equation. I'm not even gonna take a chance that I got to come I, up with a tackle. I'm here with, for wind sprints, guys. If you get on the field, I'm gonna keep you in shape. That's all. That that that, that was Boz's. That's his mantra. <laughs> He's like a third strength coach out there on the field. When that's it comes right. To kickoffs. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. But, you know, again, to have that kicking situation settled because there was a number of guys that were kicking, you know, from Sweden got hurt, and then it was Josh Scobie and somebody else. And, you know, I mean, they they ran through. He was like the fourth guy or something, fourth or fifth kicker that they ran through. And I remember they were saying, like, man, we don't even know if we've got enough money to sign another kicker. Yeah. It's like we're just passing out dollars, (laughs) passing out dollars. Here you go. Here you go. Hey, let's donate to everybody. But yeah, it, it, but it's a great thing when you do find that guy because that that guy brings a lot of calm. Because you think about this, a kicker—that's the key—is what you said earlier. Yeah, a kicker touches every other position. Yes. on the field, right? Because in kickoff coverage, um, you're going to have some defensive linemen, right? You're going to have—I'm sorry, not kickoff coverage, but but field goal coverage. You're gonna you're gonna interact with D linemen. Yep. When you get on kick cover, you're going to interact with linebackers and DBs, right? So you actually you become a citizen of the team world when you're out there. So you have to have that confidence that you can you can you can calm a D lineman, which is tough to say, and a defensive player, but also breed confidence into the offensive players, right? Even if you didn't do the job that you expected, I got this, guys. We're still going to get points on the board, which is the main objective offensively. So. It, it's a really unique position to be in, and to bring that kind of stability is a huge weight off your shoulders when you have someone like Chris Boswell. Absolutely. Well said. Look, you nail it down. He's just about automatic. It presents, as I, I, I think it's really significant, you said, he just makes people calm around him. You know, yeah. and that sort of be, uh, ability, especially for the coaches, because now, you know, when you're able to, to hit three for three in a fourth quarter, right, yeah. on field goals, that's sometimes because of the fact you're not sustaining your drives. That becomes something that you can almost plan for, be knowing that you're going to struggle in some of the, you know, the red zone areas or, or what, what have you. Um, you've got that ability to be able to knock it down from wherever. So, all right, we got to go to break. I think the first hour is in the bag. You got Wolf Starks, the Ninjas, right here at training camp. We'll be back after this. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.